Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. everybody and welcome to chakras and cuss words podcast and today's podcast we are talking with my special guest Nadia who's a Reiki master and we are going to talk about how powerful words are and the power that are is held within the words and um learning more about how we can use our words to manifest and change our mindset and also using it to kind of set new intentions when we're moving upon this world. So welcome, Nadia. Introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you. Thank you so much, Catherine. I am delighted to be with you um, and your listeners. So as you mentioned, my name is Nadia Mitchell. I'm a certified Reiki master teacher. I'm also a life coach and meditation and mindfulness guide, among a few other titles that I hold. Um, I'm based in New York. I'm also a mother, and I have a background in nonprofit management that I, uh, I, I served senior citizens for over 25 years and then did the shift into wellness and alternative medicine for the last five years as of July. So uh, I've always been in the field of helping others, but it's uh, my first time actually um, not only being a recipient of Reiki energy and wellness, but being able to, to work with clients and help them on all, all levels and not just one particular area of service. So it's been really an interesting um, journey and I'm so happy to be speaking with you. Oh, that's so cool. So I would imagine with having all that experience, you probably had to have some really good like communication. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely that was everything especially working with seniors yeah yeah right because they're usually like the ones who are like very stuck in their ways of like communication styles and all kinds of stuff like that so how did you kind of get into the area of using words in your practice or setting intentions with using words such a great question um I mean, it's funny, even before I started doing this line of work, this type of work, I was very familiar with the law of attraction. And I even saw the secret many, many years ago. Um, but I don't think I applied it to my life immediately. Um, but definitely working more and more with clients and hearing the words that they themselves use and say about themselves mm -hmm. um, definitely triggered something within me, you know, and, and I guess the light switch went off officially at that point. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it, especially with vibrations and frequencies and, and working with energy, that's when you really start to realize the, uh, importance of your words and, um, the fact that you continue to attract what it is you most likely are trying to lessen or that you don't want. Whereas if you just do a, a shift of words and mindset, you can completely turn things around. So that's yeah. when I think it, it occurred. Yeah. Yeah. Working with others. I know like with me, when, um, I started really kind of like getting tapped into what words I say to myself, it was kind of like difficult because sometimes you're really focused like on the negative, like, Oh, I did this or, Oh, I got to do this. Or, you know, you kind of already put like this negative area around it. But when you start to like get more focused on 
the positive energy with the words, um, it really kind of opens up your area of your thinking process. So instead of like, I know a lot of people, I was talking to another podcast guest who was saying like, a lot of people think it's like corny to be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm grateful I get to go to work. But then, you know, in actuality, it really does help. Yeah. Because there's times that you're like, if I don't want to go to work, you know, but to have the positive, like, yes, I'm grateful to be at work. When you start working with people like, um, cause I, I know you said you do the Reiki and stuff, but with the Reiki, do you incorporate like communication and words in with it too, as well, when you're doing the energy you know, work? What's been coming up lately, um, especially with, um, my clients has been words of affirmations. Um, you know, it's been coming up a lot and, um, improving negative self-talk comes up a lot as well. Uh, mm-hmm. during Reiki sessions. So um, we find ourselves talking a lot about that even after the session is over and, and you know, through follow-up as well. Um, but it's it's just super important to be aware that you're seeking change. And once you're aware that you want to change the way how you speak to yourself, first and foremost, I mean, self-talk is, you know, should be the number one priority. Um, mm-hmm. And then working with, working on how you speak to others after that. But like a lot of us are so used to being negative with ourselves and not giving ourselves grace, but giving everybody else grace all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times you don't even realize that it's a problem until somebody else hears what you're saying about yourself and they call you out on it. And you're like, oh, but mm-hmm. this is how I always speak to myself. So right. yeah, that's definitely come up a lot with my Reiki clients and not only coaching my Reiki clients, especially. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, what is like, what is the, the part that most people have a problem with the self-talk? Is it they just automatically just kind of like do it non, like they just don't even know that they're doing it. Yeah. Because it's been their norm for so long. They don't even Mm -hmm. realize it, or maybe the environment that they were raised in or, or are currently or constantly in is that Mm -hmm. way anyway. So they don't see a Mm -hmm. need to change or even realize that it may not be healthy. Oh, okay. Okay. So when somebody's like, thinking, am I having negative self-talk? So most people don't even realize they're doing it. No, it's not. And I'm telling you, it's not until they're describing their situation or themselves Uh um, in a conversation with someone else um, or or me that, you Mm -hmm. know, like I'll call them out and I'm like, Hey, did you, did you just hear what you said? And they're like, what? And then I'll repeat it. And they're like, Oh, but I always talk to myself that way. What's, what's wrong with that? You know, my whole thing is if you're negative towards yourself, like you're the vessel that's making everything move forward. Um, the momentum comes from within you. If you're mm-hmm. already in a negative state and you're already believing that it's not possible for you to achieve whatever it is that you're striving for, then how are you mm-hmm. going to accomplish that? Yeah. Yeah. So when you'd like say somebody like tell them, okay, I heard, I heard you. And it sounds like a little bit possibly like it could be negative self-talk how do they usually take that? Do they take it like, oh, I am? Or do they get almost offensive? Or is it like? It's been a mix, but you'd be surprised a lot of the times they're like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm working mm-hmm. on it. Or it's okay. something that I've been wanting to work on. What, what are the steps to kind of getting better self-talk and like talking? 
first recognizing that you need to improve. Okay. You know, and, and realizing that the way that you've currently been speaking to yourself has not served you. It Mm -hmm. hasn't benefited you. In fact, it's been the complete opposite. So once you see the need, then you'll, you know, make the decision to make a change. And Mm -hmm. then once you start, it's important to replace any negative thoughts with a positive thought and kind of retrain your mind, rewire your mind, because it's been this way for however long, it's not Mm going to go away instantly or instantaneously. So it's important to just start to, you know, slowly replace and you know you can acknowledge the thought even dig a little deeper and ask yourself why am I thinking that you know why did that thought surface if you choose but you can really just simply replace any negative thoughts with a positive one and eventually it will become more natural for your your brain and your body to react that way with time it takes time Mm, okay um so a lot. Well, with Reiki, I, I know you know a lot about the chakras and stuff. So do you, do you think that a lot of it, when it's like dealing with the throat chakra, do you think that a lot of it has to do with just because we don't really know how to say truly what it is that we're wanting to say? Yes and no, but I, I would say more no, only because, um, my clients that I come across where the throat chakra will have mm-hmm. the highest sensation, it's either one of two things. Either they speak their mind way too much. <laughs> like they're not, yeah, being, you know one. what I mean? Like they're not being thoughtful of the recipient. They're just saying like, you know, speaking their truth to the fullest or they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So they, they instead keep everything in um, mm-hmm. and keep, they keep it bottled, bottled up. And then it starts to affect them in other ways. Um, so not so much that with the self-talk, it's more what I'm finding with my clients, they're nicer to other people than they are to themselves. They have mm-hmm. no problem telling themselves that they're not this, they're not that, but they'll, you know, when, if they had the opportunity to have the same conversation with an external person or external um, person, they're going to be nice. They're going to take it easy on them. Whereas they're not gentle with themselves. That's what I've been finding uh, more so with uh-huh. my clients. You know? Okay. Okay. How do you incorporate the, like, I guess you could say, like, is it positive self-talk? Is it like affirmations? Do you give them like, um, a, like a list of stuff to do? Like, don't say this, but say this and don't do that, but do this. Like, how do you get them on the right track? And it's so ironic because a lot of the times when we eventually start working on self-talk, that's mm-hmm. not what they initially reach out for. <laughs> so it comes <laughs> up and comes out later or in other ways and they may not even realize that it's been a problem until it's been you know pointed out so once they decide that you know okay I I have noticed that that's been a trend or a pattern of mine and I'm ready to make change um they could definitely start with the replacement you know replacing Mm -hmm. the negative thought with the positive as it comes up Mm -hmm. um getting into that habit and also with positive words of affirmations for sure Mm -hmm. and I like to customize them according to what's going on in that person's life um versus just you know saying just google it um, and you can also personalize it too, you know what I mean? Depending on what's going on. Cause you know, your areas that you want to improve and you know, your areas of weakness, you can, you can make it your own. So that's what we yeah. usually do. I, I like, you said, don't just Google it. <laughs> You'd be like, Google, how do I stop being so negative? Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I like, I like the affirmations. Like I try to do affirmations, at least like one affirmation a day. Sometimes it gets kind of hard, you know, to do a lot of affirmations. Um, 
When, when uh, clients start making like their own affirmations, how, what, what really helps you get them on the right track? Because I personally think that looking at affirmations are great, but when you can have an affirmation centered towards you, what are the main focuses that they should look at when they're writing their affirmations out? Definitely. I, I agree. When it's tailored to you for your specific needs, um, mm-hmm. even more powerful, in my opinion, um, and even especially when you do when you implement mirror work into that, which is what I always require, like you have to look at yourself in the mirror as you're saying these words. Um, mm. So you're going deep. <laughs> it's literally, <laughs> you know, saying it as the you're like, look at yeah. yourself when you say this and believe it. God, damn yep. it. <laughs> the windows of the soul. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but usually um, it's important that they speak as though they already have it um, rather than I would love to acquire, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it, mm-hmm. speak as it's already happened and you're just like showing gratitude for it. That's usually um, the direction that we, we go in. And of course, each, each individual is different. And, you know, um, a lot of times the affirmations that are personalized are for different areas of life. It's not always the same, but yeah, mm-hmm. actually speaking as though it's, it's present, it's already here. It's already happened for you. Um, it, it helps with your frequency and your vibrational, you know, vibrational frequency. So it just kind of not only makes you feel positive and feel as though you already have it, but it also continues to help you attract similar things as well. Mm-hmm. And when you mentioned like the, the, I guess you could say like you already have it, I kind of call it like storytelling, like you're telling your own story that hasn't necessarily happened yet, but you're already saying exactly what it is that you expect or what it is that you would like to see or what it is that you plan on seeing. And when you talk about that story aspect, can you give um, me like some areas where you would use that for somebody? Like the storytelling, when they put it, you know, the affirmations, like it already happened. Or yeah. Um, because it's funny when you were speaking, vision board popped into my mind. I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately, isn't it the same thing? Like we sit down and we, we kind of plan and say, we'd love to see ourselves here in the next year or five years. Right. And we'd like to have this this and that you know what I mean um but it's it's super important to also feel the emotions as though you already have it like what will it feel like and I you know I've I've learned that that helps it even more but as far as storytelling um I I do find that um it's easier said than done you know especially if you have been you know negative towards yourself all this time right so someone gives you the assignment of sitting down and writing positive things about yourself when you don't even believe it to begin with that's difficult so um a lot of times I I will definitely provide support in that area and sometimes they won't even realize that they're not pinpointing exactly what it is they want they're kind of beating around the bush when it can be direct and the more they say it they feel it so that's I guess that's where the storytelling comes in but it's usually short and concise um, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a paragraph or anything. It's usually just short, quick sentences mm-hmm. that get straight to the point, but, um, trigger something within you and, and give you that feeling that you need to kind of push forward and, and w- start walking in that direction of what it is you're saying you want. Right. And when, like, we think about like the words and like the words that we use within ourselves and that we use for ourselves to kind of 
set these intentions or to make goals or to move forward or to just like have a better day. Um, how, how can we be mindful, like when we speak to other people, because I think like, especially like with children and areas where not only are we the receiver, but we're also the sender, how can we kind of be more like conscious <laughs> with this? Because I feel like words are extremely powerful. They are. They can tear you down or build you up, right? Mm -hmm, so yeah, mm -hmm. it's funny. All that comes to mind when you ask that question is just you know taking deep breaths and being mm -hmm. mindful, you know. But yeah. but definitely centering yourself that can help, especially if it's in the, you know, if you're in the middle of a stressful or traumatic situation. Mm -hmm. um, I think that some deep breathing can be definitely beneficial. And even pausing before you speak. Sometimes we're too quick to speak. Just right. Pausing or saying to the person, "I'll get back to you. I'll tell you yeah. later," or you know, "I'll give you my response later." you know, and right. kind of pondering it, thinking about it, and then making your decision and, and responding when you're in a calmer, you know, state of mind too. Mm -hmm. I think that could be helpful. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's definitely hard, like, um, especially like when tensions are building or like, if you're a parent and you're like frustrated, because like you told this kid like over and over, can you do this? Can you do this? And they don't do it. Or like, something that you've already said and it's like it's like building and then all of a sudden you know you say like a a word or something that maybe isn't the most positive <laughs> you know encouraging right right encouraging yeah. you're like yeah. you know pick this up I'm gonna <laughs> like you know so can I tell you a tip that worked for me? Cause that used to be me too, right? Cause it's yeah. frustrating when you've spoken 15 million times and it's still right. not done. Like it's like five right. days later and I'm still seeing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't remember where I found this tip, but it's been awesome. Um, on index cards, mm -hmm. <laughs> you just write a sad face or draw a, a sad face and you place it wherever the unhappiness lies. And I'm telling oh. you, it's, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. So I just, you get just simply index place it. cards. And you uh -huh. place them. The, unha the unhappy face, like a sad face. I uh -huh. draw it on like several, of course, not, not one or two index cards, like a whole pack, right? Yeah. And you literally just place it next to that, like that sock that's on the floor, the spill right. that's on the counter and just walk yes. away. And I find it to be so, so much better for me personally, because I'm not mm -hmm. like my throat doesn't hurt and um, I'm not stressed. As right. Much. And they see it and they immediately take care of it. And it's less nagging. And I, I just feel like overall everybody benefits too. So that's it what is I less nagging. Yes. Ago. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I came from a, a house where I would say it wasn't very conscious how we <laughs> spoke to each other. Like there was a lot of uh, name calling and kind of, you know, uh, not, not ideally the best words were used, you know? So it's like, as a parent, you try to break that cycle. And there's times where it's like, you feel yourself dipping back in and you're like, okay, I know there's other words I can use. <laughs> Hopefully I can find them. <laughs> but right now I can't. You're like, ah, so if you're a parent, we feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't it's not easy at all. It's not easy. Yes, it's not easy. Especially like words like with relationships and um trying not to say, you know, stuff that really affects a relationship because I feel like sometimes people don't understand like 
with a relationship like you could say something like really mean because or you could say something like really you know hurtful at the moment and while you may have said it that one time and you're like it's over I, I said it I'm apologized I'm done with it but then that other person might be still thinking about that for like years to come yeah, so, not everyone's good at letting go. <laughs> so, not yeah, and sometimes go. an apology is just not enough. I mean, and you, right. you know, and it makes you look at the person differently too, because you're like, if they, you know, right, they really feel this way, um, it's kind of hard to look at them differently after, you know, depending on what they say. So, totally, right. absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like in those situations where we feel that the words we might be saying might not necessarily be beneficial. What are some tips would you give <laughs> for like those love talks <laughs> that aren't very yeah. loving? <laughs> I know, right? Recently, um, this came up for um, one of my clients and I, I recommended that she write two different versions of letters. The first mm-hmm. one's saying exactly how she really feels, the crass mm-hmm. version, um, and then burning that <laughs> and making sure that no eyes will ever see, see it? what's on that right. piece of paper. Right. And then the second letter where she can revise it as as needed um, and just write it in a manner that it will be well received by the recipient based on on the recipient. Because, you know, you know, there are those people that don't take things seriously and you could talk to them any which way. And they're like, ah, that's funny. Brush it off your shoulder. Then you have the other people that may be extremely sensitive and may start like crying and never speaks to you again. So depending on your recipient, like, you know, rewrite the letter several times read it over and say okay he may he or she may take this the wrong way let me let me change that word let me take that line out um so that's what she did and she was able to present it to um the recipient and and she still you know she still felt heard and i even recommended that additionally she have him respond via letter as well because you know sometimes it's hard to um you know when you're in in front of the person it's just hard to feel like you really got your words out and that you're really feeling heard. Whereas with reading, it's a little different. And now they actually have to pause to respond to you via writing Mm -hmm. as well. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, so she, she felt lighter. She felt as though a load was lifted off for sure versus the other way that she tried where she was trying to do like in-person face-to-face conversations and she left feeling unheard. So that's, that's one thing that comes to mind. Right. Yeah. And that's another thing with the throat chakra is like, it's sometimes we just say, say it over and over. And if they're not necessarily hearing the message, it's probably not necessarily because our throat chakra is blocked, but theirs might not be receiving communication. It could be wide open. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And even with the affirmations, like a lot of times the clients will be like, ah, it's just, I feel so fake saying this, like, it's not true, but it's not true yet. You know, it's it's part of the process. Just keep saying it and it will be even more believable because it's going to be factual if you keep going at it. Right. Right. With the, what, what are some of your favorite affirmations? Do you have some that are like your (laughs) go-to? Wow. I mean, I'm grateful. Um, there's so many yeah. in, in addition to the ones that I created, but, um, ones that I've come across over time. Um, uh, what was it? I am, con- I am constantly evolving mm-hmm. was another one that I loved. I thought that was so powerful. 
And like each day is a new, is a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Each day is a fresh start. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, just, just words really do have power. And if you sit right, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. figure out what motivates you and, and create based on that, I think it, it's just, it could just be some, so powerful, especially if you're looking in the mirror and doing your mirror work while you're saying it. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. If you're looking and I like that you bring up mirror work with the words that really must have like a lot because it's almost very reflection based. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's even more, it's like times 10 for sure. That's the feedback that I've gotten. Yeah. Versus just saying it to yourself, like while you're facing a wall or you're in bed, right? you kind of owe it to yourself. Like you have to I don't know. It's like, you're making a promise to yourself. It's almost like a contract with yourself that, you know, this mm-hmm. will happen or I'm working towards this. So it's, it's, it's really impactful. Have you seen any like stories where people have done the self work with the mirror and the self talk and really bring what was like a negative situation into a positive situation? Yes. One client um, comes to mind. She's, it happened very recently. Um, it just got to the point where she started to catch herself um, saying negative things, which was a big, big thing, you know, like before she right. wasn't even aware, like she would mm-hmm. actually cut herself off while speaking to me and saying, you know what, I shouldn't have said that. Let me reword it. Um, mm-hmm. But her affirmations, her affirmations definitely helped. Um, and I remember at first she had difficulty remembering to even do them. And she mm-hmm. felt like, you know, it wasn't real. Like, why is she saying it? But eventually it started to become, I won't say a habit, but it became natural for her. And she started right. to think those thoughts naturally anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely, you know, one person comes to mind immediately and it was a short amount of time, but she was able to kind of turn things around and definitely get that mindset shift uh, in place. Oh, that's great. That's great. What what are some of the main tips you would give somebody who's like, okay, I got to get myself talked I got to get the self-talk done. I got to get it better. I get the self-talk in the right direction. What are like three main tips to give them? I would say assess if you even have an issue in that area. Mm. You know, take a moment to observe your thoughts maybe Mm -hmm. for a day or two um, and decide if it served you. If it hasn't, if it hasn't Mm -hmm. been serving thus far, then make a decision to change. Uh And then uh, lastly, implement the changes needed and take in, take it slow. And if you should, you know, go back or retract um, or find yourself saying all the other things you used to say before, just know that it's natural and it's going to take time, just like it took time for you to, you know, um, form that behavior or form that, that pattern. It's going to take time for you to, um, for you to initiate this new pattern, yeah. this new behavior. So those are the three uh, tips that come to mind. Ooh, that's nice. That's nice. So, um, how, how have you implemented this in your everyday life? Uh, wow. I mean, affirmations for sure. I've, I've definitely Mm -hmm. upped my game in that area, um, especially over the last few months. And, um, it's been helpful, you know, especially when it's tailored and it's not mm-hmm. like generalized, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not just found online, it's actually for you. So it's depending on whatever it is you're going through in your life in that moment that you need mm-hmm. some empowerment for or around. So um, I've been definitely doing my, my affirmations daily and not always mirror work, not always in the mirror, but 
definitely I, I have improved and it increased the amount of um, amount of words that I say. And even at nighttime, I've been implementing it in addition to giving myself Reiki. Oh, nice. So take, this is a question that I sometimes ask on my show. Um, take us on a little day in the life of Nadia, the Reiki master. You don't want to know. <laughs> don't want to know. Crazy. Yes, girl, we want to know. Let us it's know. Bananas. Right? I, I have three <laughs> children. My youngest is two. I have a 10 year old and an 11 year old. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, wake up around 6 45, uh, uh, head to the bus stop for 7 30. Uh, I usually try to get some work in from 7 30 to 8, but not always, not always realistic. And I also try to remember to eat and, you know, mm-hmm. like maybe make a cup of tea. Um, my little one usually wakes up around 8 a.m., sometimes about 7 45. Um, so you see, that's like 15 minutes yeah. after, like between the time I went to the bus stop and came back. So, not a lot of time. Right. Um, and then, wow, like morning routine. Oh, wait, no. Then I bring my other one to school, my other daughter to school for eight, 8.55, 9.05. Um, and we then start our morning routine. Um, I'm just trying to keep track. And I'm, I, you know, depending with the weather and stuff, like I try to engage my, my toddler and, um, Wow. It's mostly the toddler. Like it's all about my, my toddler mm-hmm. up until like nap time. And then like, I'll try to get a call in or sometimes he's on zoom calls with me and meetings with me. That's um, sweet. And then I'll do, you know, some intakes or cons- consults, you know, yeah. um, kind of keep it simple. And then um, late in the afternoon when I'm able to, when my husband's watching the kids and like, after we picked up everybody, from school and, and from the bus stop, then I start to see my clients. And each day I have like, you know, I have my coaching days and I have my Reiki days. Um, and then I have my meditation classes as well. So it depends on the day, but for the most part, yeah. everything is kind of light in the mornings and like family oriented. And, and then in the evenings, it's like, yeah, it's like, I'm on clubhouse. I'm, you know, um, teaching, I do virtual classes as well for organizations. So the oh, evenings nice. are when I'm most busy, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. then I don't get any sleep at night. And then what, what words do you say to get you through that day? Uh, uh, nothing that I can say on here comes to mind. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> it's called chakras and cuss words for a reason. Right. I know. Right. Um, I just, honestly, I listen to a lot of music. Music it shifts my, my, um, my attitude so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's been awesome. And, and Reiki at night too, before I fall asleep, it, it helps me a lot. Um, right. Yeah, I'm saying I'm a lot, but no, no words come to mind. I don't think I say any words during the day. You know, when I start mm-hmm. my day, that's different, and when I end it, but not throughout the day. Not throughout. I don't the have day. time for that. Yeah, no, I don't usually have time for that. <laughs> I yeah. have a friend who she um she has that app, like that affirmation app, and she says that she gets like messages like little affirmations and she's like I don't know I feel like the app is psychic it knows everything because like I'll look it'll be like breathe girl breathe and she's like I'm breathing I need to know what app that is yeah I need to know which app she's using because the one I downloaded I quickly deleted because it was so annoying it was annoying the timing of it and I know you can schedule it but I was just like oh this again and it didn't apply to me in any way so reminding me to be my higher self 
Yeah, not in this moment. Not, not in this moment. And you know, terrible twos too. Where you know, when they don't get their way, they're on the floor. And yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's very hard. It's it's hard to juggle and balance. I I, I uh, speak a lot in a lot of mompreneur um, groups on Clubhouse often because it's mm-hmm. just it's not easy juggling yeah. and and you know being available to everyone and right. that's where self care self care is another big topic that I'm always speaking on and very passionate yeah. about especially you know, the beginning of this year, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're just giving, 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 and you really give to yourself. It, it has to be like a special occasion for you to g- think of yourself or receive something from someone. So um, right. it, it, yeah. you're always, you're always on the go. It's, it's important to really stop, pause and make mm-hmm. sure that you're doing at least one thing for yourself daily. Oh, that's, yeah, that's why I'm like, yes, one thing daily one, like one if thing. it's like, positive affirmations if it's an ebook at the end of the night ebooks have helped me tremendously because I had stacks of books that were never going to get read and even on you know the ebook versions like I I I started to download um books that have audio and you know just put my earpods in Mm -hmm. while I'm doing whatever it is I'm doing and I'm still I'm still feeling like I'm doing something for me even though I'm doing other things you know right so whatever works best for that person is what they should do because it's not going to look the same uh, for you as it does for someone else because self-care to someone else may be a, a weekend retreat you know in right. Maui versus um, just reading an ebook maybe everything to someone else so you know I find that a lot of people are comparing and trying to like you know do the spas and get massages regularly mm-hmm. as, a, as a form of self-care not realizing that self-talk in itself is a form of self-care right so you can always right. begin there that's free begin there and, you know, add to your list, but you got to put yourself on your to-do list. And that's something that a lot of us don't do. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, this was a great conversation. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast and let us know how can we reach you if we need more suggestions on coaching and self-talk and Reiki, how can we find you? Of course. Uh, My website is www.reikiwithnadia.com. I'm also Instagram under uh, the handle Reiki W Nadia. And I'm also on Facebook with Reiki with Nadia. So several ways to like it, like it, keeping it right. Keeping it standard Reiki and Nadia. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody. Please comment, like, and subscribe to this podcast. And as always give it some ratings and everything you need to know will be in the show notes. So thank you everybody for listening and have a great day. Bye.